That's true. Uh, let's let's save it for. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's save it. Uh, yo, we got to the Legit concert this weekend. How'd that go? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, uh, no intros. Hey, hi. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> hi, my name is Shina Singh, and you're tuning into this podcast that only Ranjit and his mom listen to right now. So, yeah. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. It's about nothing. I just want these guys to know you got another thing coming, bitch. I'm still around. So, the concert's pretty sick. I saw Robbie there with his kid. Good dad. I mean, obviously, he has a lot to make up for, so he has to take his kid out. Um, weren't you guys pretty far apart? I thought you were like bottom no, floor and no, 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 up no. Up nosebleeds. no, no, Robbie was lower bowl and I was on the floor. How, and how his dare section, you, yeah, he's a, he blows money like crazy. Come on, he's not gonna sit in nosebleeds. <laughs> That's what you guys said. You're like, I'm going with my kid, I'm gonna be up top. And you're like, Well, I'm on the floor. That's what you guys verbatim yeah. said last week. I don't know if he said nosebleeds, but um. But yeah, no, he was in the he was in the section across from where I was on the floor, and then uh, this guy Trooper, he had to hold his kid up because, and this is legit, the second he hit the stage, everybody was standing, and nobody sat down after. Is that on par with concerts? I've never been to no. a concert. No. Or concerts no, I, people I, sitting in their seats, or I always assume people standing. And I think people. And... I think people sit up, and get up, and sit down. But I don't. I. I was. I definitely wasn't expecting that, and it, uh, it was cool. I wasn't upset about it. <laughs> it wasn't. Was, it wasn't that people were standing. Yeah. It was people were dancing. Yes. Okay. People dance for three hours. They took a break when he took a break. For to go like you know backstage get some water whatever and then he came back and that's it people started dancing again is that uncomfortable with your seats like right behind you like do you have enough room no, they, to, fold, like... they fold they fold up right yeah no i get that but like is that still enough well no one's doing a whole bhangra routine you're just yeah. vibing out you know pe- people were in the in the aisles and the on aisles. the floor <laughs> um completely uh ignoring safety standards of uh, oh. the scotia bank arena security they lost control right away. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was pathetic. <laughs> the, the saddest part, the saddest part was there's people in on the floor at the very front that were paying like three to five grand per, per ticket. And it was a it was not worth it whatsoever because people who were sitting in like lower bowl all this came one. down and started a mosh pit right at the front. So you know, there's chairs lined up on the floor. Any aisle there was, anything along the sides, there's just people standing there dancing. And the people that were on the floor just stood up and watched and danced anyways. Yeah. Um, so it didn't matter where you were, to be honest. Uh, it was just a crazy show. <laughs> it just sucked. It sucked really bad for anybody who paid that much per, per ticket. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> all, all the riffraff made their way down there anyways. I, I mean, to be fair, I don't think it was a lot of riffraff. It was a riffraff. Se. No, it was it, like honestly, I thought, yeah, I thought there was going to be some or you know, the typical thing of Open Dubby concert, but the positive vibe shocked me, dude. I, it was a great feeling, everybody's there having a good time, no fights, people just chill. It, it was, it was weird, 
you know, being in the Air Canada Centre, Scotiabank Arena, or something seeing positive. a Punjabi artist, seeing a Sardar, seeing Sardars everywhere, Punjabis, I, I don't know, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. I've never experienced anything like that. Uh, and I, I definitely am going to go again, for sure, but not, not with my kid next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so was it put on your shoulder the whole night? No, I was holding her. She was, she was having a good time. And, you know, she, we, I think after we kind of tried to, we met Ranjit on the floor for a bit. Obviously, there was lack of security. And uh, <laughs> so we were there. But, you know, eventually she wanted to go for a walk. So we went for a walk, bought some merch, and she wanted ice cream. So we left. Uh, but, man, I was still there. Even outside, man, people were driving around. There's Punjabis and Jeeps playing Siddhu. It was such a weird... This is Toko Rakano and it wasn't a Nugget thing? It was really, yeah. No, it, but it's, it was cool. I, I That's yeah. the only way I can sum it up. I I was kind of proud. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, if this is the future, sign me up, right? So one of those things. There's yeah. so many people in Corte Bayama in suits walking towards the Scotiabank place, and I was, I just thought, this is, yeah, this is cool. It's like, cool. Hold on, you guys didn't wear Corte? No. No. Really, Punjabi concert, you don't want to be a little more cultural, culturally appropriate? Dilji barely wore a Korta pajama. <laughs> yeah, he didn't wear one. Why should I? He's wearing Balenciaga. He did, he did. He did, And girls weren't, like, suits wasn't, like, the go-to? No. Dude, yeah, it, wasn't I... that, it, it wasn't that kind of a concert. That's the whole point of it. You went there. Yeah, everyone's, like, our age or a little bit older. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But you had but... parents there, too. Yeah, you had parents. Yeah. Well, like me, our parents. I was a parent, yeah. technically. No, no, but our parents, our parents well. yeah. Yeah, yeah, older people, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a Babumon concert. That's the only way I can yeah. explain it to people. There's that side. Every you demographic know, 90s, that he hits 90s was uncle. there. 90s, it wasn't a 90s uncle concert. Okay, mm. gotcha. Was there, uh, so you mentioned that there were no fighting. That's kind of surprising that there weren't, you got all these dishes together in a small place and. About the music, no, man. I saw some Yo, FUFUs get dropped uh, a little bit, but that's it. But nothing. I mean, yeah. that's to be expected with a bunch of drunk Punjabis, but yeah. not uh, not to... Uh, you know what it is? It's his catalog. He deserves a lot of more respect. The minute he put on a song, you got like, what, 19,000 people singing his songs or dancing? Yeah. And it, wasn't, it was one after the other, after the other. And he just kept going. So. Is Diljit the biggest Punjabis act right now in Star... And yeah. has he been, has there been someone that he's replaced? Like, what's the hierarchy? Well, he's, remember, he's selling he's, out. He's, he's, he's set the... He's Michael Jackson in yeah. our community. He's the benchmark I think he's, right now. I think he's surpassed Gerdos. I don't even think Gerdos Mon's close. In, but I want, I, I've always, I, I hate being the negative Nancy. I want to make this point. As far as singing ability goes, uh, he's not up there with the greats. But he's that's, good. That's, he's the but performer. he's not... Yeah, he's a amazing performer. performer. Amazing. Yeah. Now, did he do that? I, I didn't see too many of the snap, like the night of my Instagram stories, every single one of you guys and like 12 other people were insta storing it. And fortunately, like not as a negative thing, it lasted like two minutes and like it was radio silence for like a good two hour and a half. I think everyone's like, you're, put, put your phone away. Let's enjoy this a little bit. Near the end, I started seeing a lot more insta stories pop up again. Uh, but I didn't know... Based, because there was a lack of Insta stories, did he do that Sidhu tribute that he did in Vancouver here, or did he did he not like want to replicate that moment? He didn't replicate I, it exactly the same. I I didn't hear the, I wasn't there for the most of it. 
I, I saw him drop Sidhu's name. That was it. I yeah, started, he I dropped Sidhu's name it. and he had yeah. the, the dove in the background the whole time. Yeah. For a good yeah. chunk of the time. And he dropped Sidhu's name once, but he didn't do it the same way. Like he didn't do uh, that, uh, a few lyrics of that song in no, tribute? No, 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 he no. didn't. So it kind Other of felt more organic, I guess, then. Yeah, exactly. He did it. He did it a tribute. Like everybody, he paid it. He paid his respects. Let me put it that way, but not the yeah. same way as he did in BC. So he, it, to me, it would have seemed like if he did the exact same thing in BC, it would be like, oh, he made this part of his show now. It wasn't really part of his show. It's something he did organically. In yeah, genuine. Now he was just like yeah, the more genuine, we're proud yeah. now. Let's keep it. Dude, going. he killed it. He killed it. I mean, there's no other way to say it. I'm, uh, I'm generally a hater for him. Um, but yeah, yeah as you man. would be. <laughs> yeah, man, respect. That. That's crazy. First of all, like selling out. Let me put it this way: selling out Scotia Bank is one thing, but he sold out Rogers or Rogers Center, Saddle Dome. I don't know what the fuck they call that place in Winnipeg, but that too. He's uh, doing a show in London. Like his Euro tour is going to be sold out too. He's. He's Three shows in London, O2 Arena. O2, O2 Arena. That's crazy. The only thing crazier is if he ever got fucking Wembley. He did. He's already done it. He's already <laughs> he's done, done Wembley. It. He's already done Wembley. <laughs> wow, dude, he's on. We we forget that he's already. Remember, it's that catalog. Queen, right? so. Queen has done Wembley. Like that's the type of act that goes there. What about Dallas uh, Stadium? I guess that would be the next big thing, like the Dallas Cowboys. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You know, what? he's in Dallas. He's in Dallas in the next few weeks, but I don't know which stadium he's in. Something someone mentioned. They're like, why is it weird that Toronto only got one show, considering how big Toronto is? Like, you're, you mentioned London has three shows. I think Vancouver had two. I think... Yeah, that's crazy. London has, London has two? That's nuts. Anyways... Um... Yeah, London's a bunch. He's going to... Dude, he's going to Glasgow. He's going yeah. to, like, Birmingham. These are not Birmingham. communities. Yeah, Toronto, yeah, We have way more Punjabis. But I just think, uh, I think, has he come in Toronto? Has, is this his first concert in that kind of a venue COVID. in Toronto? After COVID. You know, even before COVID, did he ever come to the Scotiabank Arena? No. He's I thought it was a power, he was like the Powerade Center, right? Powerade, and then he did uh, the, the yeah. Coliseum in Hamilton uh, in so I can. I, so I think the fact that he's proven that he can do it, I bet you the next time he'll have two, three shows. Yeah. It's just he's, money for him, right? It's, it's money. Why, why would he leave that on the table? Right. But you guys are saying probably one of the greatest Punjabi acts of all time, historically too. Concerts, concerts that I went to. Man, dude, my last—I can't remember the last concert I went to. Yeah, I'm I'm comparing them to all concerts I've ever I've been to. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I mean, I've never been to a and, concert. I didn't. I don't think I'll ever be to a, go to a Punjabi concert like that unless, you know, it's like make sure you come out here. And I'm like, all right, but I don't like pre-COVID. Right before my daughter, so this is a five, five, whatever. When Coldplay came to Toronto last, I went to the concert. His energy was better than Coldplay's, and Coldplay was sold wow. out in Rogers. Yeah, and I was, I'm telling you, I thought Coldplay was amazing. I went to this guy's, you know, the minute he came out of that stage and everybody went crazy, I'm like, oh shit, it's over. Like, he has it, he has the crowd. It's done. Ushers, ushers yeah. that were working there, they were saying, like, the show is up there with, like, as far as the crowd and everything, they said it was up there with, like, a Jay-Z concert or something. Like That's pretty crazy. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, damn. Because uh, you just ask, right? Like, hey, you guys see concerts all the time. Was this crazy? Because I think it's nothing. That, that, that's the reaction I got. Was that the, uh, I want to say Skyrim, but what's the actual name? Rogers Center? I was at Rogers Center last week for a Jay's game. 
And the one thing that kind of stood out was that nearly every worker that I ran into was uh, Punjabi. Hey, there's tons. Yo, downtown yeah. Toronto, man. It's all Punjabis, just like yeah, it's all Punjabis, every small yeah. city. It's all Punjabis working. All the service jobs, all the delivery jobs. Unlike we're, we have the professional jobs too, but like the new, they really, really took over, yeah. The guys coming in are just like, yo, give us work. We'll work downtown. Make it happen, right? They're on the bikes, crazy. yeah. They're on, you, when I drive downtown to work or I'm driving back, like I see the same Brampton plates with the funny license plates going in, going back. There's no farmers. No, no farmers, farmer, no food. food bumper stickers all over the place. That's wild, the fact yeah. that our community is so like ingrained now. It, like, it used to be that we were confined to just like Brampton, but now that we're in downtown Toronto working like, I don't want to say just the menial jobs, but just everywhere. Like you remember when I used to go to uh, TFC games a few years back, one of the security guards at the place we used to go in, which was kind of like a loungy area. That guy was Punjabi, and every time I saw him, I'm like, yo, head nod, Gary. You know, it's all you guys running this, and he'd always give me the head nod back. So I, I didn't want, I never want to be that pretentious guy that like gets too big and too cool to give a head nod back, or acknowledge a head nod. Um, yeah, 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 but it's getting important. to a point where there's, but it's getting to a point. There's so many of us. The, <laughs> the guy's like, why well, is this guy nodding his head at me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh man, that was a dope man. So I was like, you, you know. guys had a blast. Any parting words on the concert? Any final things that you had, like moments that stood out? What? <coughs> oh, sorry, man. My uh, go, go for were it. you were you there when he put those two uh, little sort of dark no, kids on stage? No, I was gone by then. I was gone by then. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, this is another staple of of his act. He does this at all his concerts, uh, like throughout the years. But I'll always find like young Sardar kids, mm-hmm. and he'll grab them on stage and you know do a song while he, they have him dance. So he had, uh, he had two little kids, you know, one had a, a golden state Jersey, one had a Lakers Jersey and, uh, yeah, man, he, he interviews them and then he has them dance, perform a song. He, he really, I really want to say he made being a Sadar be cool like 10 years ago, at least 10 years ago. And it's only blossomed since then. Um, a weird thing to say, but I'll allow it. No, no, you, you know what I mean. You know, you know what. I don't know what you I'll, mean. No, to be honest, I mean, I mean in a pop culture it. sense, pop culture I'm, sense. Like I've never looked pop at Dolgita and been like, "Yo, Dolgita is so from a from a non from a non religious sense." Yeah, I would. I would non religious, surely cultural aspect of wearing a pug. Non religious in our culture, you know, everybody wore pugs before our dads came to Canada. He's brought that back and made it acceptable for guys to feel pride right from a non some of these guys who the guys whose students were in pugs they're not religious well, I get they're that. still wearing pug on right that's what i mean from a he's brought that notion back that you know you can see a he, bug everywhere and it's fine he he's changed the view of it oh i'm pigeonholed to a certain style if i'm gonna be the guy rocking a bug yeah, every day yeah. to man i like this is such a versatile thing like i can make it part of my identity and do whatever i want with it and and, and play with it like I, he's legit made it cool there's no other way of saying it I'm not. I'm not saying significant or change the significance. You know, court, actually, there's nothing I can say that would make a religious person okay with what I just said. Fuck it. From a cultural perspective, he's made it cool. From a cultural, surely cultural. Yeah. So at the next little Jeep concert, are you guys gonna tie this out and like bug hunt and like be part of that movement? Or to be honest, we should sure. tie it more. It doesn't not just as sure. concert. You know, yeah, I, should, yeah. I should be talking a lot more. 
Or, I, I don't think there's anything wrong in that statement. One thing but... someone pointed out that kind of raised my eyebrow. I don't know if it raised my eyebrow. They said the number of sings, or not sings, number of sardadas they saw uh, vaping, they said kind of stood out to them. It wasn't something that they expected or that kind of threw them I off. never saw, I, I, I haven't seen anybody, so I'm, that's not me, but I think it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, the, I, uh, the whole look is weird. So I, I don't. Yeah, I saw I saw it a little bit, um, going into the concert as I was leaving. I, I don't know. It, I guess I'm getting to that age where now when I see smoking, um, I, I find it weird enough. I, I think people do it less. I have no study. I'm just anecdotal. Like I, I'm seeing it less and less. Yeah. But no, it only... is it is less common now. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Um, no, but I don't have like fact or or, or anything to like repeat. It, I, just, I think it's I not. It less it's, and less. Yeah, I know. I would even say it's more taboo now to smoke. When Fair you enough. see a young person smoking, like you smoke, like what's wrong with you? Because you know the health ramifications. It's kind of out there. It's a rarity now to have a professional standing on the corner smoking, whereas it used to be maybe thirty years ago, everybody was out on the corner. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, and for, yeah, forget forget facts and figures. I, I think. That's fair to say that there's a large decrease in the usage. But uh, I, um, I always find it a little weird when I see a sardar, like, and I mean, like any bug rocking guy smoking. It just always throws me off a little bit. That image for me that just it doesn't. Just, I'm like, yo, I don't yeah. get it. And then I've, I always kind of rock it back in my head. I'm like, well, he's not working with this thought because he's religious. He's working with this thought because he might find it culturally fitting. But I'm like, at the same time, where's that litmus test? Like, come on, man. You're putting that crown on. You got to have a little bit of decency with it. There was this one Sardara that I saw that was like such a turnoff. I'm like, Salia, you don't need to wear this thought and be this scumbag. You could like beat the scumbag and just leave the thought at home with it. But then, I don't know, the vaping thing always throws me off because because I've seen it. I remember going to high school, there was a guy who used to smoke. And I was like, man, I just don't get how you made this part of your identity. But it's but smoking is taboo in our culture. It is. Yeah, let's let's first get that. It doesn't matter if you have a, yeah, that, a bug or you don't. Just generally. Meets. Yeah, religion culture. No, no, just meets. generally. Yeah, yeah. There but imagine. We need to say that said. smoking, we don't like smoking. Like, yeah. that's where yeah. they, like, they go hand yeah. in hand. Okay? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even in Punjab, you go, like, even now, it's pretty hush hush to smoke, okay? More even Mona, any Mona is pretty hush hush for them to smoke. Like, if you're walking around, um, if you're in Chandigarh, people might smoke as they drive, fine, but like you won't see them in front of the shopping plaza smoking. There's even that famous market in, in Stara in 17, um, where there's like a little alleyway in the back and it's away from like the hustle and bustle, and that's where people go and smoke. It's, it's like a very private thing. Uh, and I, I, I've Look, saw it. I've seen it once. It's crazy that people have to go hide and here's, smoke. But here, simple thing. I think whereas drinking has become more acceptable, I can't ever see a a point where these people are smoking in front of their parents. Yeah, it's it's still taboo in our culture, right? It's it, they might do it kind of look look and you know try to hide it hush hush. But um, and about to the crown thing, I agree with you. But that's just not only. You know, vaping. If when I see a sardan and he's totally drunk and the bugs falling off, I get pissed off. You know, I'm like, <laughs> come on, man! Like, you know, like I, I could be a hypocrite to say that, but I, I, I think we all feel like that because we look at the, the star with some respect. That's all it is, right? 
Yeah, and look, who am I to judge? Like, uh, I you, keep saying who am I to judge, and I'm the first person to judge you. at the same time. But yeah, it's it's just maybe it's my own fault. Maybe it's unfair for me to have that reaction. It is what it is. I'm just being very I honest. I have, I have we've been programmed like that. We don't we don't think like that when we see Arabs with bugs. Uh, smoking a hookah, <laughs> we don't have a visceral reaction to that, right? We just—it's the yeah, way we've been programmed. Like, we just... like you're like it's okay, like you know. You <laughs> no, even with it. even with the much in our head, you know, because we I think we connect, uh, you know, wearing a bug to sicky and so on and so forth. So, you know, yeah. that's our reaction to it. But I, 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 yeah, smoking is Loki. I think it's good that we judge smoking people for that not and hold cool. them accountable. I feel like we should be holding people accountable for that kind of stuff. I feel like we need to. St- be careful getting into the well who am i to judge you no fuck you man if you're doing this shit we should be allowed to judge you you're we're holding our cultural kin accountable to our yeah but beliefs. like look it's that stone glass house kind of thing right like that's where i say i shouldn't judge like what standard have i ever set so and then i guess everyone can more or less say that i mean it, it's i think it's fair to say that it's such a rare occurrence that it it's not an issue in the community, but if it does start becoming a, a, a normal thing where people are normalizing it, then I'm sure we will come out and, uh, you know, react to it differently. But yeah, the, the one or two, uh, bad apples or bad seeds, if you want to call them that, who cares? Yeah. The, the, the cool boys. Um, yeah, moving on though. Uh, happy Canada Day boys or belated yeah. Canada Day. Yeah, man. We're recording this on the second, second of July. July 2nd. Yeah, um, Canada Day is interesting. You guys do anything for Canada Day now? It was the first real Canada Day post COVID. Yeah, actually, it was pretty big like that, right? Yeah, it was kind of like Ching Park was apparently bustling. <laughs> Dude, um, I stayed my, home. <laughs> my sister, my sister Shinazi, you know, lives uh, not too far from Ching, so we parked up there, and then I think fifteen minutes to, uh, we tried to make our way closer to Ching Park, it was rammed. There is a lineup of cars like a few kilometers away. So I parked on the side and uh, just got out and walked as close as I could until the fireworks started. And I was still pretty far, but close enough to enjoy the fireworks. Uh, I didn't even know they had fireworks. Oh yeah, that's that's where they do it in Brampton. So that's that's where uh, Brampton got one up on Toronto this year because supposedly they canceled the fireworks. Oh really? At Eskridge's Bay. Yeah. The last minute, they, the something with the vendors or something. There was some. It was on CB24, so there was no fireworks show last night. So that's horrible. Actually, Loki, it is because well, the last Canada Day fireworks celebration I did was when we lived downtown, um, and we were able to go on Harbor Way and Harbor, like that little harbor, and chill on the rocks and watch fireworks happening from across. And I was like, this is awesome. Uh, sucks that that wasn't a thing this year. Like, I, I mean, for even for COVID, I'm surprised they kept canceling it. I mean, you don't want big congregations, but surely they could have figured it out. An outdoor event, too, right. yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, no, Ching Park. Ching Park was always the place as a kid our parents would take us for fireworks. I've, my my wife says the same thing. My parents never yeah. took us. This is my first time. Oh, he's most oh you never been? Brave childhood. I've never been. <laughs> but you, you could even park in the... Uh, I'm going to get the section wrong, but it's on the other side of... The H section. On the Bremley side, but yeah. on the, uh, the other down, side. They shut down a lot of the space streets. around, a lot of streets. No, no, but things. like if you're on one of the, there's a park over there, like just, you know, the walkthroughs, mm-hmm. you literally get a whole view of the fireworks show. You don't have to be near Chinkuzi Park. So and that, that's I mean, what I ended up doing, like all around yeah, Howden. Yeah. yeah. Is it crazy yeah, though? That, uh, like, I, I didn't know they brought it back. I thought they canceled it. So. 
But yeah, now now that you've experienced Ching, is this something you think you're going to do with your kids a lot? You're going to take them out for fireworks on Canada Day? Oh, we always did fireworks. That's something that is going to stay. It's a staple. Um, Canada is in a very patriotic country. Uh, you know, not like the states where we have a they have agenda like every building, every second house, every McDonald's. We're not like that type of patriotic country. But should we be? It, I mean, there, yeah, a, a little bit. There's to some degree. I think at least celebrating Canada Day is is a baseline that everyone can kind of adhere to. Celebrate the day, celebrate the country. I mean, uh, even as first gen immigrants, it's given so much to us, right? What would yeah. our life been have been if we were still in Punjab? So would Getting you agree that there's better. new meaning to Canada Day now that you have kids and trying to like pass that on or give them some sort of event to celebrate? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to form form your own new traditions with your children. And obviously, we have a different perspective and we are going to get to show them and maybe build up a little bit more of that uh, patriotism that Ranjit was speaking about. But, uh, you know, we get it from a sense of seeing our parents come from a country and succeed and the country give so much. Whereas in we're going to have to kind of build that in our children and build a, a, a more natural sense of pride of of where they come from so yeah i think going to events and make your tradition tradition sorry and and doing you know regular things like chinkuzi park or ashridge's bay or whatever it might be um hopefully we'll form the foundation for them that you know canada is to be celebrated to love where they live but uh in today's world everybody's trying to cancel it so <laughs> we'll see where we are in 20 years yeah you know, I, uh, I saw i saw the social dust justice side and look yeah I, I don't really know but i think it has something to do um with you know the the dark past or dark history of canada i saw like call it indigenous day instead or something like that is, is am i right is that a thing i don't know about the indigenous day i do know a lot of the uproar against canada day isn't so much that we should cancel canada day but canada needs to be held accountable and on this day we should hold ourselves accountable for all the child murders and stuff that are now still being discovered I mean, is that is when what we, did, when what, we... does, what does holding account like? Yeah. What does that look like? Like, what needs to happen? <laughs> I'm saying this like out of genuine curiosity, not to be a dick, um, or facetious in any way. What needs to happen for you know people to say that yes, Canada's finally owned up to what they did? What needs to happen? Reparations of some sort, at least. But why Which, does it have to be what, what, connected? What form, with... what form? What form? What would that be? I mean, it's about me. I don't know. Because I'm not one of the people demanding or that are affected directly by this kind of thing, right? So it's hard for me to say, this is what we need to do to make... They need to be, We need to listen to them and they tell us what would make it right for them. Uh, I can only extrapolate or kind of overlay this issue on like six in India. What would it take for us to... Mm. For six to become, hey, pro... Okay, India, you made good on what happened in 84 and all your bad history up going up to it uh and honestly sometimes there is just no answer there isn't a way for india to make up for all its atrocities other than acknowledge and openly admit to them every time that you know stop hiding from them and so i mean my i definitely can't experience i can't talk from their experience 100 percent. but I, I always find it weird that with the cancellation of canada canada is not <clears throat> I mean, the history, yes, but every country has an ugly history. Uh, you know, if we're going to 
keep doing that, then every country shouldn't be celebrating anything. Um, and I would say a majority of this country does, when they think about Canada, they, we're not thinking it from a historical context. We're not so ingrained or brainwashed with that um, that teaching, such as the Americans and with their American Revolution and so on and so forth. You know, when yeah. we say Canada, it's just whatever it means to yourself. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the calls for cancellation, I can agree with, uh, you know, calls for education and, and, and rehabilitation, maybe that way. And, you know, certain ceremonies, yeah, 100%, you know, whatever that is. But just to say, don't celebrate it because Canada is a horrible place because it was something that happened years ago. I just not. I don't think that defines what the country is today. You know, I, I, mean, I don't think that we time, are that country. But like, we're still that country that doesn't have clean running water to certain areas up north. Yeah, but, either, but right? once again, I think, I think you know what, and I was thinking about that, you know, about a lot of people complain about the country. And a lot of Americans as well, when, when they complain about their own country, they need to travel. Go to a impoverished country. You won't complain. Yeah, yeah. we can be better. 100%. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and say we're perfect. I, I, I don't think anyone's agreeing with that. But on the world stage, we're not too bad. We could be better, but we're not too bad. You know, and, and we're better than most. Hence why we choose to live here. Uh, we don't need to beat ourselves up over it all the time. Yeah, we do need clean running water. That's a problem. They need to fix it. Those are stupid politicians, as I always say. That's not a that's not a, a narrative of the country. Uh, I think if you ask any general Canadian, do you think everyone should have that? The answer is yes. No one's going to say, "Oh, don't don't have yeah. clean water." No one's uh, so like that's more of a political situation. And yeah, shrugging no. their shoulders at these these unmarked graves that they're finding, like oh, like no people. Think you know, it's, it's horrible. Up. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. and and that's but that does not define the country. Uh, I don't think that defines. You know, there's yeah, certain what, things that happened the in the formation of Canada that were great. And the, has know, no, with the help of the RCMP has no mark on like what what I think or what I've done. I, and I, I don't feel guilty for what they've done or being Canadian yeah. for what the, what they've done. I think someone needs to be held accountable. I know the Pope just apologized or something. And like they'll take steps to, to work towards, I hope, some sort of uh, healing. But as far as a nationalistic identity pride or, or image in my head it hasn't mired it no all right well talking about a national identity national image a lot of people are now questioning have the freedom convoy guys have they changed our image of the canadian flag uh there's a meme that i posted and shared with you guys i don't know if you guys saw that whereas like you see a, can a canadian flag on the back of a pickup truck is he patriotic and proud canadian or is he a convoy supporter anti-vaxxer like I uh, I didn't see the uh, the meme, but man, so am I getting it right that uh, there's a march headed to Ottawa for Canada? That's what was going was, on. And there was a march that ha had headed downtown. Uh, it's just some details. It was a, a Canadian veteran who marched across Canada, uh, who was kind of anti-vax, but more so anti-choice. Or he was in that he was in the thing of. Canadians tyrannical government and he's marching against it as a veteran okay. uh, and then he c reached Ottawa on Canada Day our boy PP marched with him for two kilometers uh, yeah so that was one of the underlying themes for what was happening and part of what happened was uh, there was like a, the convoy convoy members and stuff they all kind of went back to Ottawa to reiterate the point of Hey, we're not done with this country yet. Don't forget about us, type thing. 
So there was this silent, I don't know if it was silent, but there was this aspect of... Uh... I, I heard a little bit about it. That's the only reason why I'm aware, but I don't think anyone really knows. And they've kind of lost... Um... They've kind of lost that uh, big platform that they had. But uh, did you guys hear about that uh, shooting in Saanich, BC a couple of days ago? Yep. There was a shootout with two dudes. 22 and year old. Really, there were 22 young guys. Yeah, both dead. Uh, they shot I think a couple they were, of cops. They were twin brothers. They were brothers, but I don't, yeah. I don't think they're twins. Were they twins? I think they were twins. Crazy. I might be wrong. Anyways, so these guys were more or less, you know, just to be basic with the description convoy guys they're very anti-government um they very anti and very anti-vaccine very anti yeah ex exactly and, and they they kind of fit you know that right-wing u.s uh, cookie cutter image that we have in our head of some you know tinfoil hat guys who are very anti-government and think they that the, everybody should have guns to check the balance of the government. Don't tyranny. you think it's kind of convenient that these guys just magically show up before the convoy guys march on July 1st? Think about it. Where are they trying to rob a bank? What what does that have to do with anything? Anyways, fun, fun I don't think mission, they man. planned on dying. I, thought, I think they planned on pulling off the caper. They ended up dying while it happened and all this shit came out because it was pretty fucking brazen for Canada, to be honest. A shootout with cops and shooting your way out of a bank. Um... So yeah, they, I mean, yes, they were did. twins. They were twins. Really? Twin yeah. So crazy. I mean, um, it's a quiet town, man. Sandage, BC. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. If you asked me to find it, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. That feels um, like a GTA mission. Someone go, you know, in the first missions when you're in like a no name town and mission <laughs> failed and you, cause you didn't you're know what the control. Yeah. What were they thinking? bad press for for that base and and for pp or anybody who aligns for that like i cut out for a second obviously due to my bad internet did you guys already talk about pp uh we mentioned we didn't go too into it go ahead we did, we what do you think about pp and that's fine oh no i just interesting him walking with that soldier that's that's all i would say you know he's just uh he's just asking he's asking for it you he's know? asking for freedom i don't see what the big problem here is robbie Oh, he's back on the PP oh, yeah, tip. Eh? He's on the PP now. You know, you know the whole, you know that whole uh, the PP thing you talked about the airport. And he's yes. talking about how the the delays are due to the vaccine. None of that is true. He's not talking about it now. He's not talking about the vaccine. Man, it's nothing had to do with the mandates. It literally is understaffing. I mean, but okay. What about the passports? What about the economy? What about the recession? What about the inflation? There's so many things that the mainstream media is hiding, and you're just accepting, Robbie. You watch the boys. I think, do, I think do your we, plug's on too tight today. Do we watch the boys? <laughs> I need to watch it. I've been, I've been I have, I've watched, on it. I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the last episode. They are doing wonders with that show, especially with this whole like let's attack the mainstream media as a narrative kind of thing. Oh man, it's so funny, and so good. They're, they're, that show is so creative. Anyways, uh, shouldn't I take the L for PP? I know you're being sarcastic. Anyways, um, no, but there's remember he's a he's he's a PP boy. I mean, I, I kind of always weigh this in my head, right? PP wins. Do I vote conservative? And I'm kind of like, how crazy is crazy? You know what I mean? I think I still kind of like, yeah, he's crazy, but is he crazy? You're enough? one of those guys that was like, 
of the Trump supporter. Like, he just says these things. He doesn't actually believe it. <laughs> and you're exactly. I mean, you're 100% that, that's me. That's did, you hear about the tes- did you hear the testimony this week? Five years about what from he now, was doing? we're going to be hearing about PP commandeering a fucking RCMP trying to, trying to Trying to control the wheel. <laughs> Look, man. Throwing, throwing I, his I McDonald's. I don't agree with everything PP does. But I feel like we need a little bit of crazy sometimes. We need change. But I, I mean, Jigmeet, look, Jigmeet well, and Trudeau my, need to go. What's my option? I got Fudo and I got PP. And Jigmeet. Don't How much Jigmeet. worse could life be under PP than it is Trudeau right now? Like, maybe I mean, he'll... I mean, he could, re, he could reactivate them, uh, the, hot, the terrorist hotline and someone could call that on you. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder white people to... generally don't like me as it is. If they like me less, like those white people are existing right now. PP's just not going to magically create them and give them more power. Yeah, he uh, is. He doesn't yeah, give he them is. power. They give no, no, no. They, they, they will have the power. That, that's where the power goes. They will get to shape policy, and that's what happens. I don't know, man. There's something. Gonna... Okay. He's do you gonna... think? Do you if think he, if Here's... he wins? Hang on. If he wins, yeah. we agree that that's his base. Okay, and he got there by having to cater to that base at some point. Getting voted in with that support, he's gonna have to owe favors to someone. And what does that look like for us? Here's the truth: like PP doesn't come across because people were afraid of Doug Ford doing the exact same thing, and Doug Ford's been nothing but like pro punt, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, he loves six. He loves the Sikhs. Uh, Will PP love the Sikhs too? I don't know if he'll love the Sikhs. But honestly, like, considering what happened with Trudeau with, like, his India trip, his declaring that, yeah, we're going to go share information with Indian stuff, what can PP do that the Sikhs in Canada haven't already faced? Is he going to ban the Stata? Is he going to make it harder for us to get Kirpana? Bill C-21, the Liberals haven't really done anything about that either. So as a Sikh, what changes for me? with PP and government other than, oh, well, now white guys are going to think it's okay to tell you to go back to your country. Those white people have existed for ages. They've been saying that shit, you know, they haven't been like, oh, kudos in power. I better not say that. I might get slapped on the wrist a little but too I mean, hard. But I mean, you as a, as a, as a, a father mm-hmm. uh, of young children um, live in a world right now where those people say that kind of shit in the safety of their home, where it's I, only acceptable. That's where I disagree most, I would say most, let's just say most people that have those thoughts generally say it within the confines of their own social circles, not blatantly. And you don't think Trump gave these guys uh, the, the ability to say whatever the hell they want to anyone's face? They made it okay to speak your mind and this is what I think. I mean, I, I don't want to live in a country where we think that's okay. That's it. And I don't no, think we'll no. think it's okay even with PP. I just think these guys exist and they've always existed and having them a little bit more out in the open isn't going to make it any worse. Because I feel like they are kind of out in the open or they're out there. They're... I, I, I think they're I think they're, I think they're hidden more than you think. I, 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 I like and, it that they think they have to hide. Yeah, I, yeah. There's, there's something about it. It's like, yeah, you can think what you want to think, but don't you dare say it in my face. Right. There's that kind of like, but now if the prime minister is saying things that are gaslighting them, you know, like, well, okay, I got you know, that, that's where I'm taking it. Right. I, I, we don't need to take a step backwards. My thing with him is if he wins the leadership, do they win majority? 
and uh, you know i think red one six have to be the most careful about what type of right-wing politician they allow in because it's just going to be a pen stroke before your karpana get taken away and uh, who's most likely to do that i mean that's the thing right i think liberals are more likely to take my karpana away than a conservative who's pro-guns Early eight. So under liberals, you're able to take them into courthouses. I know that doesn't really affect you, but you are able to. Under liberals, you're able to no, take no, them on planes. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't because of the liberals that we were allowed I'm not, to take no, these. Right? But but it, I'm not saying it's because of. But it's during their their government that these changes happened. And, but it wasn't policy changes that happened directly communicating with them. It was a lot of back channel, uh, talk, like the Kapanan in the airline thing that was to get our airline travel rules more akin to international rules which already allowed for some of this stuff right oh, it wasn't I, i'm saying a right-wing politician with that type of base i could see stopping something like that okay i could see that where right-wing politician be like hey we gotta stop these seats from we being we gotta able stop to... this from happening exactly okay fair point and I... it's, just, it's just a pen stroke and it's just a pen stroke that's all it's gonna take i guess part of it is I've my trust in liberals to do the same thing. They just change the imaging of it. Whereas a conservative be like, well, we got to protect our national values against these guys, these barbaric Sikhs. A liberal will be like, well, you know what? There is no place for weapons. And uh, I think we need to all protect ourselves and be an equality society. So let's just hide their shusters. And uh, we need to really look at like, it's pick your poison. For pick, me, can that's... you do your, can, just, just for the sake of, can you do an NDP voice? Because You've done the conservative, you've done the liberal. What's your NDP guy sound like? <laughs> like the NDP guy's like, brothers, we need love. Love is the only answer. It doesn't matter what you do or who you fuck or what you wear underneath your under, under you know, fuck. Let's just hey, love, love, love. By is the it way, cool? Is it cool to take your baby to parliament or is it uh, oh, unprofessional? Yo, that, that, did you see that? Did you see that Twitter thing where they're like, this is the same guy who voted against going back to uh, yeah, parliament and in favor of a hybrid system due to safety, yet he takes his babies. And then they put a picture of him at the Dildi concert with his family. And you're like, dude, <laughs> it's not a good look, man. All right. We were debating this earlier. Let's just, we'll save this for a little later. Horrible look for Jigby. Like, what the fuck are you doing, brother? You're already struggling with optics in every single way. The baby in parliament what what what's the he said he wants liberals to look a baby in the eyes they've seen babies they're parents they have kids at home you're not introducing to them introducing them to something brand new you know it's all showmanship and it's such I, a I, whack wasn't he saying like he to essentially do like make things for kids but i mean i'm sure his baby's a little bit more privileged than the average canadian as well so it's, uh <laughs> so what this was, is like, <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, I'm hijacking this conversation no, go ahead. i've just got a lot of like so I understand, like, in uh, certain countries, parliamentarians, it's not the first time they've taken a kid to work. And a lot of times they do that. People are like, oh, you know, look at that woman. She's a single mom and she's passing laws and she's breastfeeding in parliament. Good on her. Right? And we're cool with that. And again, if that's, wait, you know, that doesn't bother me. What he did felt very showman-y. Like, I'm going to use my kid as a prop. And I that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, come on, man. Yeah, we're talking about the New Zealand Prime Minister, I believe. Yeah. So when she did it, like, you know, she had just come from mat leave. She was just getting back into work. And, like, you know, we're all dads. 
we we've all watched our wives go through you know maternity leave and transition back to work like that's legit like a, a clap <laughs> moment like great breaking boundaries breaking stigma that's cool and you know gender equality fine if a dad's on pat leave and doing that that's fine but there you're right it just came off as showmanship rather than um i'm a struggling dad i gotta get to work um and i had to bring my kid that's not what it came off as so a bit of an l there this is all stick isn't it like this kind of nothing feels genuine that's his whole thing now right like everything's an act I've now defended he's, so many on, times. His me. economic policies on Twitter are the best. That's the oh, best. That's let's the best. Play, let's combat his, inflation. Yeah. <laughs> giving everybody I'm giving money. more money. Let's print more. <laughs> oh, man. It's the weirdest thing. I don't want to harp on Jigby because I feel like he does get a lot of hate from these convoy guys. And I don't want to be... I don't want to join the ranks of them. But at the same time, bro, come on, man. Just come but are on. You, but you're not, you're not joining them because of what they think. I mean, these are... No, man. It's just... He can do better. You can do better, man. Just be better. Just stop being this cringe ass fuck. Like, you. I don't know if it's this bubble that's blinding him from doing these things. Like, whoever's okay. telling you, I is don't it, know, man. Is, is he? His uh, is it, is horrible. Is this their kind of farewell tour? The uh, Singh brothers and their political careers. Do you Who think knows? that? No, I'm just 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 theorizing. Do you think they've lost a lot of the steam? Oh, 100% they've lost that. Right? They've lost that cool factor. The thing that they had five years ago, six years ago, even, you know, four years ago, where people wanted to, like, be associated with them. People posted things about them on Bramley Road. All the companies were like, W, W, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. it. This is the politician we need. This is a hero. They, they, all they get, me they're just memes now, man whatever was cool for them back then they haven't evolved past it and now they're just memes yeah the hype machine has died no one in high school is like hey you want to go volunteer for the ndp and like you know we're gonna get good out there no my kids have moved on and the kids Mm. that you had that thought you were cool back then they moved on to a point where they're like oh man i think we're conservatives (laughs) (laughs) isn't that what they say you're a liberal you're a socialist or a liberal in your youth and then you start paying taxes and all of a sudden you're like fuck this, yeah, fuck this. Uh, but... do you think i think we need a center party in canada man the liberals are a center that... party no no they're not the center no more so i mean that's what the progressive new... conservatives are supposed to be they've just yeah. a lot of times not either been progressive or they've just but robbie they're the closest to center like fine they're not at center but they're the closest to who the conservatives or the liberals no, liberals i think they've gone more left I think they've got a lot more left where they're not too far off what the NDP are saying. They say the same things. NDP just wants to give you everything. And liberals want to give you everything, but there's like, there's only so much we can give. Right? So I think they've both gone that direction, especially with environmental policies and some things. I don't think they're center. I Do you guys feel like the liberals are center? I think they are. I, I think they politics are from the left, but they govern mostly from the center. But I think Trudeau's government, this current regime of liberals, if the line's here, they're a little bit on the left. That's the what line. I mean. They're, 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 they're not the left leaning. Uh, Chrétien was really center, and uh, best. Paul Martin was a little bit kind of more to the right because he focused more on the economic more part. Economic of policies, yeah. Uh, I think provincially, like Wins, gov- the Dalton McGuinty liberals were pretty center. Yeah. Uh, Wins went a little bit left of the line, but a lot of their policies and governance was right of the line. 
Where's uh, uh Doug? Where do you think Dougler? Dougler is Dougler's right in that center, man. <laughs> Dougler is a centerist, center. true and true. He's, center as fuck, he's yeah. a liberal underneath, man. I'm telling he's you, he's a hard. Like, if I'm not conservative, I'm pissed at Doug's like. We'll see, but, we'll see if it continues the whole. Uh, did you know Doug I'm attended gonna... Pride? Really? Or really? Two, since 2019, he's been uh, at the Pride events. He said he's there with the men and women of uniform. He's got nothing against the LGBT community. Are they allowed to show up in uniform? I thought they're not. The Pride wanted them not to, but he said he would. Um, I was surprised because I remember early on in his first campaign, he was like, well, I booked my Muskoka getaway that weekend, so y'all have fun. <laughs> Um, and I don't blame him, man. If I fucking had a cottage, I'd be cottage every weekend. I'd hate to have to show up to every local event. But I'm mean, the premier of Ontario. I'm showing up to Muskoka events. Let me show love to on the weekends. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, it's a whole week. <laughs> you can one day. It's okay. Just go for one day. Just go for the parade, and that's it. No, it's Pride Week, isn't it? No, is now it a it's month? Pride Month. Now it's Pride Month. And the parade is one day. The parade is one day. But parade is one day. Yeah. You could go to a bunch of the city council or parliament events and... I don't know. I thought it, it, was, it, was a weird th- it wasn't a weird thing. It was one of those things that caught me by surprise when I read it. I'm like, oh, I always thought Doug Lur was anti-LGBTQ community. And no, he's been in that pride parade. So, cool. I mean, I don't really... I don't... I mean, is he the one politician? I don't really know his social perspectives. He goes with what's popular. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't know where he stands because on anything. He's not rocking the boat. He's not yeah. rocking the boat. Hey man, oh. I like that. I like that in a politician. I don't need a shake with Guevara every four years in these days, man. Just keep a guy who's sensible. Tries to keep spending. Down. <laughs> this is where drugs so shit, man. <laughs> keep spending down. Guy made every single MP minus ten parliamentary assistance, which means they all get sixteen thousand dollar raises. For doing nothing, right? <laughs> I understand having a ministry and having a cabinet. This guy made every motherfucker a we secretary. Were, talking, were you talking about his nephew? Uh, we <laughs> were talking about his nephew last week. Yeah. Did you see his picture this week in Twitter? I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> He's literally like the, the cartoon version of Doug Ford. I swear to God. He's like gained all the weight. He has the same haircut. He's, he's doing the whole look. I'm like, this guy is... And he's... <laughs> Is a cartoon version of a cartoon. How shitty is it if it were those 10 MPs? That it was the brother of a cartoon. <laughs> like, I remember the paper was uh, publishing it. They're like, well, two of them technically couldn't get a parliamentary assistant because they're running for a speaker. But what about the other eight who just got like, yeah, we don't think you're worthy of this uh, $16,000 raise. <laughs> Such a hard yeah. knock life, man. Everybody got an office. Everybody got, it's like, you get an office. You got to raise, you got to raise, you got to raise. You get the new plaque with I don't know, man. That was whack. I'm totally going to hold the PC government of Ontario accountable for the fact that y'all keep campaigning on trying to save us money. Just gave all your guys $16,000 raises for no reason. That's hilarious. Good for them. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, Moving right along. Self-driving cars. I know we've mentioned EVs and wanting to own EVs and the EV revolution. One thing I was thinking about, there was this article today that uh, a driverless robotic fleet and I guess in San Francisco, that's where they get licenses by, to test some of this tech out. So this robotic fleet paralyzed. Yep. Not only did they get paralyzed because their servers or something went down and all of a sudden they can't talk to home. But I'm sure it did wonders for San Francisco traffic having like this fleet of taxis just stuck on the roads. What would make you guys comfortable 
accepting driverless cars. Like, when is that technology something you'd be willing to roll your dice? When on? all cars are driverless, man. Like, when they're all operating on this one grid where they're in sync with each other, like fucking traffic lights and shit. You know, <laughs> they're all running on one network, one system, and everything's in sync. <coughs> Great. But if it's a mix of like, I don't know, uh, people driving their own cars and, and computer assisted driving, um, I don't know. I just feel like there's no synchronicity there and there might be, that might cause issues, you know, um, where a, a remote car or a, a AI driven car doesn't know about fucking a walkway where people are pedestrians are walking or something, you know, um, or is not aware of some high traffic foot area and some sort of accident happens. That that's pretty fucked up or, or even a scenario. And I always come down to this when a kid runs across the street, an, an adult's reaction, a fucking well-balanced ad, adult's reaction is I better swerve and not hit the kid because it's a fucking kid. A computer might say, at this speed, if I swerve, my inhabitant of my car might die because I might tip over or and roll. So I'm just going to hit the kid. And when is that okay? Uh, so you're full ethical. Like, when is the car, when are we leaving world split second decisions up to an AI versus a human? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not comfortable. And like that one scenario really haunts me. Oh, I, because I, I, I think you swerve and hit the hit the tree and fucking take your chances rather than hit the kid. So I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that would that would mean that the car is making a lot more decisions and have ability to make those decisions rather than just stop and, you know. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, hard it's, it's iRobot. It's so iRobot. The car is thinking. Your, the law of robotics, right? Yeah. So the, the way I see it, um, I don't think I'd be comfortable at any, any point in time right now, the way the technology is. Um, I kind of see a more, I mean, you know, in the cars right now, you do go on the highway, there is adaptive cruise control. So if there's a central link where you can kind of um, tow onto the car ahead of you, you get onto the highway, uh, speed is reduced. That's the first thing. Um, and there's an automation in terms of that. And I can sit back and the car knows which exit I'm getting off. But the minute I'm on a, on a public road, like you said, with with crossings and, and, and split time, no, I'm not I'm not comfortable with that. I think that at that point, we'd still need to take over. So I think until the the infrastructure, if you say, is, is ready for it, that's the point. So I think these guys are going a little too fast. I mean, would you trust a semi that's driving by robot coming down the road um you know and you're on the highway and something happens and the, i mean there's a lot of things that can happen but i i don't think we're even close yet at 15 years till we're, till we're actually ready to see the first one on the road uh, not not five no so i think i think 15 is a far number because right now tesla's technically can drive you even in busy main roads like off the highway like past adaptive and i know a lot of tesla owners have admitted that you know what we've tried it we've taken our hand off the steering wheel even though it says not to and they're like yo bro, bro, buddy it's hella good like no no it's fine on the highway yeah i'm talking about let's say you get off you're going 410 north you get off at that boulevard exit and you're making a right 
And now you're navigating all those cars and now you have computers trying to figure that out. Possibly, yes, with the lights. I just don't think the technology is there yet. No, no. So that's, my, my understanding is, my understanding is this, uh, that all these cars, like their sensors rely on cameras yeah. and not, they don't have built-in radar. And well, there's, camera, there's things, there's a LiDAR, there's another, there's other radar, there is radars being developed. It's called, yeah, it's but, not yeah. all cameras. It's a, it's kind of like they have multiple sensors. Yeah. Cameras and photos are one of those. But, but relying on cameras, just, just so many ways it can fuck up from what I understand. Like, it's just kind of obvious how it can fuck up, especially in inclement weather. Like, how can you rely on this shit? I mean, from I mean, what look, I've heard, my, my people case, are saying it's oh, good. Sorry, my case, as always, is the Airbus. I don't care how many times I'm sitting, there better be a yeah. pilot at the front of the plane. Yeah. Until you get over that psychology, personally, I, I couldn't do it. You know? So I think I'm probably a little more welcoming of our AI overlord drivers, chauffeurs, than you guys seem to be. Um, based on what I've seen, it's the technologies here. We have it. It's not just Tesla that owns it. All car companies have access to it. NVIDIA is a big uh, developer and researcher of it, and they got it to the point where they're comfortable putting it in cars. Like you guys said, it's not 100% yet, but most drivers aren't 100% yet. Uh, I think... It, yeah, but we can of, hold them fucking accountable. <laughs> that I think that's a fair point. That's where yeah, it's kind of like, well, who do you a, blame didn't for? Didn't a Tesla drive into a lake with two or into a tree with two of its occupants I on mean, an auto drive? And Tesla's not held responsible. It's still the yeah. drivers. No, I, I, I see your points there. Uh, I just think the technology is here sooner than 15 years. Um, yeah. When will I it's, be comfortable with it? As someone who doesn't keep his eye on the road all the time, I would love to, <laughs> you know, have a car take over and see. And his insurance just went up. <laughs> no, listen, the, the idea of it is obviously, you know, for anybody would want that. I think they should work more on the automation on things like trains and subways. And maybe to have a lot more of those running and a system like that where you can build that cheaply, it would be much more effective. I mean, if, we, if you're saying, well, we need cars that drive themselves, that's essentially public transport. You want to sit in a, in, in a vehicle that goes to point A to point B. So, you know, maybe that's the first step, dedicated roads for these automated vehicles, maybe a trolley system with a bunch of buses, six buses that are controlled by automation, uh, no drivers needed. That's, I see that happening a little bit, possibly. But for you to say like, yeah, tomorrow we're going to turn on a switch and every car is automated, can you imagine what's going to happen on Bremley Road and the Brampton accidents we're going to see? <laughs> I feel like we, we can only get better, man. Right now we have drivers driving into houses. I feel like I trust, take my roll of dice with the the automated AI driver not driving into a house every other day. Uh, kind of moving off a little bit from this, Audi, I don't know if you've guys seen this. Audi has shown technology in their cars that can communicate with uh, red lights and yeah. camera light sensors. So the car can, one, tell you Give you a little bit of a countdown of when the light's going to turn green not only that but it can help you sync your driving with all driving future lights to say hey if you drop your speed to 60 you can hit all greens from here on out that's you know audi is a pretty shit car maker and all audi drivers are scum but uh that's pretty cool <laughs> so <laughs> do, you, do you guys welcome more of the Hybrid, give me more information so that I could drive better versus driving for me technology. Yeah, 
No, I mean, I appreciate insights. Uh, I appreciate, I even like that little feature where it tells you what the speed limit is as you're driving on a road and it changes, right? So you always have that indicator because sometimes you don't notice. Um, all those insights, uh, any you know variable that can assist me in my drive, make things more easier, more efficient, um, great, bring it on. I'm just not ready for self-driving cars. I just, I think all those things are more distractions. I'm a, hopefully I'm not, true driving. hopefully this isn't coming to bite me in the ass. My, uh, father bought a new, he bought a new car and it had lane assist. Yep. Um, but part of what lane assist did and it did, I was throwing me off so much is if you drift into a lane or you change lanes without signaling, it like beeps and vibe and I kept it's changing. Cent- it centers you. It centers it, the car again. Or it attempts to, it doesn't fight you too much, but it, I know. I remember changing lanes a lot and not realizing why it kept beeping at me. I'm like, this car keeps beeping at me. And then I was up with my brother. My brother's like, "You dumbass!" Because you don't signal on all your lane changes. And I'm like, "But the road's empty. I'm not feeling obligated." To... I'm being a typical Brampton driver here, right? But so it's forcing then... you to drive with better habits. Boo. Yeah. One thing I do appreciate that is a very minor tweak, but I think it's a huge tweak in terms of safety is the blind uh, spot check on the mirrors. So if you have a car there, it'll give you a little indicator that, hey, don't. And my 2017 Ford does this right now, is if it even catches me swerving a little bit and there's a car in the blind spot, it's just hard, stops it a little bit and like beep, beep. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, lights on. I change your lanes. The, w- the one that's gotten me is uh, my Volkswagen has the um, auto collision feature. Mm-hmm. So it knows when you're getting an accident, just slams the brakes on. It's that yeah. saved me, that saved me a few times. I ain't gonna it's, lie. It's my my Volvo saved me a couple of times too, like that. Yeah. Just uh, first, someone, first, like, first I someone's cussed rolling and does a hard stop, and then yeah. I didn't notice and does a hard stop too. That's pretty first, cool, man. Cars yeah, are cuss- saving our lives. I wonder how many of us would have not made it this far if it wasn't for like these little tweaks. And eventually, it'll be nah, the AI that's saving okay. us, man. We'd be okay. That's what airbags are for. <laughs> did we ever talk about that article that came out a couple weeks ago? I think we did, where that AI was like, I think thought it was sentient, and the engineering was engineer was talking to it. Oh, the Google one, the Google yes. engineer. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something I've talked to with, I've talked to about it with people. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. Um, the general is consensus. That's fucking crazy. Is that real? So that was the general thing we got was this doesn't feel real. Yeah. Okay. This seems like it's a hoax. It seems like it was more of a well-written sci-fi bit than it's an actual engineering uh, d- discovery or like comment or news story. So that's the only reason I've never really gone too deep into it. Uh, maybe I need to reread it and understand it better, but it just didn't read real. It was kind yeah, of like... I, I, you, anyone could kind of manipulate that. That's why I was kind of wary about it. Um, but, uh... You know, by the same token, it could just be that we're not ready for the news and got buried. So I, <laughs> I don't know. The other algorithms protected itself by uh, burying it in the news. Um, yeah. Talking about like algorithms, does privacy matter to you guys? Or, like online, and yeah. how much privacy kind of matters? Financial, like banking, yeah. Like security-wise, you're talking about, or like security. So I guess one of the things that comes up often is. Uh, we all know Google, Facebook, Instagram, these companies make their money by mon- monitoring us and learning about our habits and just r- learning as much about 
us as they can kind of kind of circumventing our privacy to certain degrees with the trackings that they allow on websites and a big push now has been reintroducing that sort of privacy back into our web browsing so we've seen ad blockers whose sole purpose is to you know block these malicious types of code from running to track us whereas chrome the browser itself is actively trying to inject these things into our day-to-day and uh, usage and all that kind of stuff um and it kind of comes up in what browser are you guys using like does that come up in your browser choice do you look at a browser that says hey we're making a secure browser that prevents my go-to's are chrome and firefox i use safari so so you're just Uh, apple man (laughs) it's interesting though because i was talking to someone and he was asking me about this uh, browser called brave and brave is basically built on chromium and what they do is they actively within their code they have uh ad blocking built in right like malicious site blocking all that kind of stuff that filters out and actively tries to go through that firefox now is making privacy and ad blocking a central part of their mission statement chrome has gone the opposite direction and says we're fighting and suspending ad blockers from being an extension that we support and we're going to try to actively uh, work around them i mean would that can change I, can i ask a simple question how many people actually use a, a browser that often anymore? Wouldn't the majority of users be app-based? And most of those apps are owned by companies of Google and Facebook, which are, are tracking you anyways. So these guys that are talking about privacy and security and browsers, I'm sure they're on Instagram as well. But I mean, like, our I mean, web browsers on our phone are Chrome or Fire. Like, it's, we get browsers. No, but how, how many things are you really, you know... I am on the browser a lot. I am. I mean, that's for work. Is that for work? Yeah, but like, like on my computer, I'll have Twitter open. I'll have... But that's Twitter. That's the same thing. It's an app. But I mean, it's a website, right? Then I'll end up at a website. I'm looking for a restaurant to make a reservation. But I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't say... So my browsing is there's nothing secure, like mba.com if you're looking. I don't care. Like there's nothing that's so in-depth that I need to worry about. Yeah, I mean, uh, besides anything he does, it, you need to worry about he doesn't incognito mode. But um, you know, I think I think if you're going online, you're you're if you want to play the game, you know, it has its rules. If you want to go online, the second you go online and, and you your digital footprint's out there, um, there's just a bit of give and take. I think the idea is to control, knowingly actively control what information is out there is um, what privacy experts or privacy advocates are trying to push for is people just go online and just don't have any idea what's being, you know, recorded and taken away. Um, And if you can limit it, people don't know how much they can limit it because, you know, Maybe I want everything out there if it makes my life super convenient. Maybe I'll knowingly make that choice, but I should have the choice. Um, or I could be fucking Pero Tinfoil Hat guy, and I want as little out there as possible, and I should have that choice as, as well. And if that means that I can't go on a certain website, then you know, then it'll be blocked for me, and that's my own choice, and that makes me I can live with that. That's fine. So you're kind of like you when you start your phone or you start your desktop. It's like, hey, do you want us to cover your digital footprint, or do you not care? Should be like the question it asks, and then 
based on the question, you get like the right tool. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, uh, if I could let, let me put it this way, I could say that I want my my name, my location, and my age. No, sorry, my name and location <coughs> blocked for everyone. And if some site needs it, ask me permission. And generally, I'm okay with my age and gender being out there. That's so this, okay. it, that just sounds like app permissions in Apple. When you give certain apps permissions to do certain things, that's essentially what you're saying. Is that, uh, yeah, on a, on a exactly, exactly. But like, you know, on a browser. If, some, if some browser is tracking my activity and some site is pulling that data, like I, I wanted to prompt me to say, you know, this site is mm. trying to figure out who your name is, what your ethnicity is. Um, I think Apple is going that way. Isn't Apple going that way? Isn't that Apple's their kind of new? Apple's really been good with privacy stuff like that because they get, they've been getting more and more granular with permission handling and even getting smarter with permissions because one of the big problems early on with permissions was uh, permission fatigue as a user. You get an app, all of a sudden it throws all the permissions that it wants and you're just like, allow, 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 just, you know, get the operating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they realize, well, you know what, this, these permission things aren't working so well because people are being bombarded with so many permissions that they don't understand what it is that they're allowing. Oh, the, and, and some apps won't work properly if you don't Give them allow the permissions. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> And so I know yeah. Apple and Google, the direction they moved with in their newer permission model was explaining why the app needed that permission. Hey, I'm a camera app I'm, or I'm a QR app. I need access to your camera so that I can yeah. read this, you know. Um, and then made developers a little bit more specific well, and, as to the permission that they wanted. And Apple also has, um, like location, for example, you can set a permission to only use when you're, the app is on. Yeah. Right, and then there's always on. So you know, most people pick well just when I'm using the app. So they are breaking it down a bit more, but they kind of feel like BlackBerry. <laughs> like yeah. Apple's Apple's going that way now, right? Like oh, BlackBerry had it right the whole time. So I mean, we'll see how secure they get. Uh, you know, for me, I think by default having it by default just cover up my digital footprint for me, so I don't have to think about it. I think that's a win. Um, I mean, I don't care if Google's having a harder time figuring things out. They always come up with another way to do it, but. I think it's just when I get a browser, like I do use Chrome, I use Firefox. Um, I have ad blockers on because I hate seeing ads pop up every few minutes. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a privacy nut, but I think it is something that I look forward to it. And knowing Chrome's going the opposite direction, I might start using Firefox a bit more. I mean, every, everyone's different. Like my cousin, he won't use WhatsApp, he uses some signal. Something yeah, signal. signal and then only Press. iMessage. He'll not respond to a WhatsApp message. There's like Now this... was this from the farmers protest when he realized Facebook owned WhatsApp and WhatsApp? And no, Facebook this is the... he's been this has been years. He just he just knows that Facebook's it's Facebook. Watching. Yeah. So he doesn't have Facebook, he doesn't go on Instagram, he doesn't go on WhatsApp. I so... respect the the consistency there though. I mean, I think he has hatred for Zuckerberg, so that might have something to do with it. <laughs> Yo, I'm actually a, a privacy guy. Actually, uh, I don't know if you guys know. I have a dis designation in privacy. So I know the rules, right? I, I, like, I get that. Just throwing, just throwing his elbow in there. You know what? Yo. You need a lawyer. I, I am a privacy guy. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, I'm okay. I actually like it when I'm, I'm looking for something and Google starts prompting me with like, suggestions and whatnot. I, I enjoy the convenience, but... The idea is, you know, I've made that choice and you should be able to make that choice. And if I want to have my 
search patterns out there to make things easier, more convenient for me, then that's my choice and so be it. But that that's that's really what it is. Like, uh, But you would be okay with those search patterns being secure and just to your usage. You don't yeah. want those search patterns be shared by third parties. That's the problem, right? So if, if it was like, we're going to make your user experience better, but yes, we have your data, but we're not going to share it. He'd be like, all for it. Yeah, go for it. If you're going to make my daily usage more, I don't know, more synergy between what I'm doing. But the problem is when they share it and now you get random ads and advertising and, you know, buy this and buy that. And, and, that, and that, I, that's, that's the problem with me, for me. That's why I got rid of the, what's that Google Home thing? The one that listens to you? Yeah, that freaked I mean, me out. That freaked me out. And I'm like, yeah, shut that shit off. That was it. The speaker or whatever it is. Google. Yeah, the home speakers. I have a bunch of them. Everyone is shocked when they realize how many of those I have all over the place. And you know what's even cooler about those ones is that you can go into your Google account and download all the voice recordings that they have that they've analyzed of you. You can? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I have a lot of them too. You go into it and it'll be like, hey, here's the commands that you sent. This is what we analyzed. Uh, it's all part of their privacy program and their privacy sign off. Yeah, but um, the scariest part is when you don't say anything, no command to Google, and then it gives you like a search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that's or always familiar. You, like, you just ran, you, you were randomly talking about it, and then all of a sudden it's on your computer. You're like, what? Oh, the you're hell? talking about something. Yeah. And I'll be like, these are the search results I found about candy apples. And I'm like, no one said candy apples. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh man the world we live in it's only gonna get crazier and crazier uh bond yeah. of the week you guys have a thought on who you oh man i'm I a, a, I'm, I'm a nominate jagmeet a low-key i like you jagmeet for a lot of other reasons but bro come on get the fuck out of here with this fake i need you guys to look in the eyes of a baby and a child to know what your what policies and who you're affecting man get out of here with that bullshit yeah I, I didn't even know or look into, you know, what angle he was taking with that. I just came across as very fake. That's all. Yeah. I think we share that sentiment. Yeah. So. And uh, winner of the week, uh, Mr. Diljeet. Yeah. Throwing it yeah. at the concerts. Hell yeah. I would say, uh, did you guys hear about that? Another, I don't know if you want to call him a bundle, that, that teenager who got killed. The one who was attacking all the uh, six in New York. Yeah, oh, I saw stabbed him in the yeah. chest. That guy's a scumbag, uh, man. Fuck him. <laughs> that's that's the thing, right? It's like, eh, you know. Honestly, no, no. He's a kid, man. He's nineteen. He's a kid. That's the. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, and no that, tears. And that's the only. That's the only. It's a hard thing. discussion. It's a hard discussion. Yeah. No tears. I thought. Lost. I thought he was much older. I thought he was much older. I did a did lot did, of stupid shit at night. Did he deserve to die or just get beat up? He won. We don't know if he got killed because of what he was doing. No, apparently he didn't. Like the article says, he didn't. So, so he didn't get killed in retaliation and, you know, punking Bubba and being a dick to them and like assaulting them. Uh, but look, man, if you're an idiot, you're gonna life's gonna catch up with you. It's one yeah, of my scariest things raising a kid is how do I raise my kid to not be an idiot? Because I know I was a big dumbass who probably got lucky more times than not when engaging in situations that were well beyond my uh threshold if i could say that i talked shit to the wrong people i think and i got lucky that i haven't been killed for it but at the same time put it eloquently put it eloquently right in I other words I, of... I gotta talk less shit and i gotta teach my kid how to survive 
to put it eloquently, I've talked a lot of shit, and the fact that I haven't gotten killed over some of the shit I've said surprises me, or that I haven't gotten severely injured. Um, but it, it was also more of a testament of, you know, rolling deep, as we say. Uh, and I don't know. And being an idiot, like I'd purposely get into fights in high school or engage in situations I shouldn't have. How do I prevent my kid from being that dumbass? I have no idea, man. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's the best we can yeah, do. Yeah, it's it's scary. But at the same time, I fuck, man. You play stupid games, win stupid prizes. The guy was clearly not the smartest of human beings if he's going around and he has anger issues, aggressive issues. I don't know what the fuck you have, man, but honestly, you getting killed over it does not make me care. Fuck you. All right. Well, there you go. How you feel? All right. <laughs> All right, boys. Great episode. Hopefully, we talk again uh, next week. Uh, Hopefully. Sure. Cheers. Peace. Bye bye.